What's happening, everyone? This is Uncle Devin, the children's drum cushionist. I am so glad that you're here joining me again here at We Nation Podcast. This is where we bring you up in close and really in person with many different artists who make up many of the sounds of the We Nation world. Music for children and families everywhere. And don't forget, you can always follow us uh, at WeNationRadio.com. Uh, here's information. You can check out our podcast and um and our radio station on roku tv on amazon fire tv on hey google and amazon and uh make sure you uh you follow us there we nation radio is a i guess a 24 7 online children's music radio station that brings you the best and family friendly global beats for little feet we stream r&b hip-hop funk jazz reggae calypso go-go world music and more all that's age appropriate and culturally relevant. So, and today I'm so honored uh, and so happy to uh, have a fellow percussionist. I'm gonna call them percussionists because they are, but they're artists. Uh, we've all worked together in, in different organizations together and particularly with young audiences of Maryland. Uh, but let me just say that um, you're in for a treat. You're really in for a treat. Now we're gonna, I'm, hopefully they can teach you a, or they're gonna show you a little bit about what they do. But I'm honored to have the one and only Beatbox Dads. That's uh, we got Mr. Root and Mr. Max, the founders of Beatbox Dad. Let's welcome them to We Nation. What's happening, my friends, my family? <laughs> All right, there we go, Mr. Root. I think I heard the loop point on that clap sample. Oh, uh, you found it? I was trying to keep it hidden, but yeah, you could tell when it came in, right? Not bad, though. I like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I'm, I'm making more seamless next time. Yeah. <laughs> get it to fade out, too. That'll be good. But no, it was good. I loved it. I got to get one on, on this here. But but first of all, thank you all for being a guest here on We Nation Podcast. I want you to take a moment and just tell the audience a little bit about who you are and um and, and what you do. All right. All right. Well, I'll go ahead and kick it, kick it off real quick. So uh, my name is Jamal Collier. I go by Mr. Root. I also go by Black Root when I'm an adult working the uh, the shows for the people who primarily pay taxes solely. Uh, I am also uh, the band leader of Black Root Underground. I am a percussionist, uh, a guest percussionist or a touring percussionist with Step Africa. And uh, I'm also a master teaching artist with young audiences of Maryland Arts for Learning. Um, shout out to Do More Baltimore and Story Tapestries, as well as my independent endeavors. Uh, as as a teaching artist in schools. Oh, and I'm also a host. I do that too. And this gentleman to the left or to the right of me, depending on, um, you know, which way your screen is looking. So I can see him right now. Uh, this is Mr. Max. He's awesome. And I'll let him introduce himself. Thanks, Mr. Root. Um, my name is Mr. Max. My full name is Max Bent. And I'm a Baltimore-based human beatboxer, producer, and uh recordist and um i'm so honored to be here with two gentlemen that i really truly love Fact. and so go uh, way back with so thank you uncle Devin, for having us on your show yeah today. i can't stress that enough man well y'all are welcome y'all are holding it down um and i'm just so proud of you all i rem i, I want to say that i've really first started uh, becoming aware of the beatbox dads during the COVID 19. Um, talk a little bit about what is Beatbox Dads and how how did y'all come together? Oh, man. Uh, I'm so glad you said that. And and you forget 
um, Max and I reached out to you when we were doing Baby Beats in November. That was like 2018, 2017. Mm. Um, wow. And you can't, you forgot all about that, didn't you? I did. That's <laughs> right. So, so Max, when I came up to, to do something with you uh, at your place, was that through the same, was that through that, that network or was it something separate you were doing? Yeah, that was an early Baby Beats show. And just so that people don't get confused, Okay. Mr. Root and I are the Beatbox Dads, and Baby Beats is a program that we do for the youngest audiences, say mm -hmm. from birth to about four years old. So yeah. you came up for one of those programs, Uncle D. Yes. Yeah. Um, and actually, we were inspired to start doing those live shows by um, an, an event in DC mm -hmm. called Boogie Babes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Shout out Very to the ladies cool. of Boogie Bay. So shout the out there. And um that's how that's yeah, that, I think that's our connection. That's how far back it goes. Yeah. And I don't I'm trying to think, uh, Max, if whether or not I've performed with you at Boogie Bay's because I I've I'm a I've been regularly on their roster for years. Um several, you know, uh, one, two, three with Andres and, and others. Um so I don't know if I've ever played there with you, or maybe I remember you performing there before too. But um so so if you had to describe what you do, you say for zero to four. What what is an experience like when people come to one of your shows? Hmm. <laughs> it's funny because I I could I could see what I could see the answer, but now I have to try to put words <laughs> to it, right? And I'm figuring out which words should I put first. Um, I think that it's a very immersive, engaging experience where we're exploring sounds together, we're exploring music together, and we're exploring the amazing culture of of the artists who found the music with the hip-hop bass primarily but we go we, we we hop in a whole bunch of different genres and, and and visit them while we're performing and i would even stretch out i would say i would say birth to about baby beat specifically i'd probably say birth to about second or third grade to be honest with you sure. um but a lot of our a lot of our live independent shows that we put on ourselves that was there that was very much the range zero to seven so we would have you know a couple of manipulatives we'd have some like castanets there some maracas and some shakers mm -hmm. but we really wanted to focus on them just hearing the rhythmic patterns and getting used to sound you know and max yeah. you could definitely add on to that yeah the baby beats program itself which which is the sort of first program that we started doing this beatbox dad's title has was more actually more recent than that mm -hmm. so it really started out as a extension of our experience with music and our own children. Mm. Mr. Root has two beautiful children. I have one beautiful ch child. And, um, you know, we would, we, would, we would experiment with how music could provide a really interesting context for interaction. And so mm. the early Baby Beats shows were really open floor shows. Mm. So you can imagine, um, you know, I, I have such fond memories of being in the single care theater here in Baltimore um, and watching these little people, these strollers come up. What I remember from Boogie Babes is strollers. Yeah. Oh, that, yes. That's, I, remember I remember that's how you sold me. I remember that. <laughs> like Incredible. Up over, over 150 of them sometimes, if you're not. I mean, yeah, if you haven't seen yes. us, that before, it's, it's a striking, stunning <laughs> sight to see that many strollers. And so I was inspired, but I was like, man, I want people to pull up. Yeah. And um, just... You know, I think, and it's still, we, you know, we do a lot more stuff on stages now than, than we did initially. Mm -hmm. So it's really a great reminder in the, for us to go back to 
to that time when there were, were no stages. Like Root says, we, we would put things out on the floor. A lot of the early shows, we were actually like taking butcher paper and like taping it on the floor and everybody was creating visual art that way. I think we were both really inspired by the idea of, we are both very inspired by the idea of arts integration. That is like how the process of not only um, observing art, but also participating in art can be so holistic and multidimensional. And mm. so that's where, that's the, the root of Baby Beats. And so we do things like call and response. We do things like guided movements, but just as much we wanted it and we continue to want it to be an experience that's open-ended. So we can have little people just sitting and listening and feeling safe, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, yeah. one thing that children do often just naturally is they make sounds. Sounds yeah, with their hands, rattles, but even with their mouth. Do you all guide them through different ways to make some some rhythmic patterns with their mouth as you do with, uh, you know, with, with beatboxing? Well, funny enough, we do a lot of other guided things, but when it comes to... Our, us doing our assemblies or us having that time with them, we don't tell them to do anything with their mouth. You know what okay. I mean? We okay. might do a call and response, but if I, yeah. you can correct me if I'm wrong, Max, but I don't think I've ever told any of them to beatbox at all. Like they may voluntarily do it and we yeah. may model what we see them doing, mm -hmm. but the babies already have all the tools, man. You know what That's I mean? Right. And, uh, That's and one right. thing I want to add is that uh, what's really cool about what we do. And it's not a knock. I know it's not a knock to you because it doesn't apply to you. But mm -hmm. we make we make music that's not corny, right? Mm. <laughs> so, or at the least, it's the proper amount of maze that can get parents involved too. So, like a right. lot of times, like fathers and mothers will come up to us and other community elders and guardians will say, "Man, this is this is amazing." Like I was watching this the whole time. You know what I mean? As opposed to some other events that I've been to, you see parents on their phones. Yeah. and waiting for their kids to be done so they could go to the next thing you know mm -hmm. the parents mm -hmm. are engaged with what we're doing too and that's, of, that's the atmosphere i really love about it one of the biggest advantages that i've found being a human beatboxer is the immediacy of not having an instrument in the way not yeah. having a drum kit in front of us not having a guitar strapped around us um and i think the fact that it's too guys root and max with nothing to impede a child's view except for a microphone mm -hmm. so the child really sees us moving we have to move root and i have to move um we don't have anything that we can sort of hide behind you know yeah like, uh, and we're very dynamic movers too so yeah yeah so all uh in terms of exposing um, the children to beatboxing. I think it, it is, like we're saying, it's a very sort of self-explanatory yet open-ended experience where um, we've had a lot of families that have seen us again and again and have told us, have shared with us that over time, children will start to incorporate more and more of this like sound making that is already, as you say, innate. And I think when they get to watch us, it just gives a little shape. We were at the Baltimore Rhythm Fest um, over the past weekend. And two, um, um, two young guys came up to us and we had a conversation about, they didn't understand. They were like, isn't that the radio? They kept saying, 
which is so funny that <laughs> That's kids amazing. in 2021 are saying that. It didn't make any sense to me because I'm like, don't y'all listen to Spotify or whatever? But Podcasts anyway, and all that. Like, do you even listen to the radio anymore? They, like, who who they, does that? They were sure that it was some sort of radio or something. And so it wasn't, it took some explanation. And I had this funny feeling as they walked Shout out to the Nation Radio, by the way. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> <laughs> we still listen to that. All right. <laughs> Thanks. You know, um, uh, I had this funny feeling that they were going to, like 10 years from now, I'm going to see them again and they're going to be like a beatbox duo. Mm -hmm. And they're going to say, that we saw these two guys at Baltimore Rhythm Fest like 10 years ago. And we just yeah. got into it. And I just had this funny feeling, you know? Wow. That's, it's wow. Like, uh, that's a, wow. That's that's heavy, bro. Like, I haven't, that's heavy. And things like that have have actually kind of happened in a way, you know, with some of the teaching artistry stuff that we've done. So I've I've seen some some students that are older now that, that make music, you know? You know, and the they, beauty, I'm sorry. I didn't mean no, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say the beauty of beatboxing, first of all, is you always have your instrument with you. That's the right. first thing. You don't have to plug nothing in. Like you say, it's nothing that's prohibiting you from communicating with others. But when you also add technology and you can do certain things, like I know you do some looping and all that, then you can create instantly a full range of sounds. Can you can you give me a sample of, of something that you all have done? Um, I, I if either one, both of you all can give something, or maybe just one of you. But just so that we can people can understand exactly what beatboxing is and how you all use it okay so i'll you know what i'll do i think i'll do uh the tutorial that i kind of borrowed from max a little bit right so most vocal percussionists we use three different letters b t and k and i added that you could take the vowel sound out of the consonant so when you say b that ends with the e sound but if you take out the b you get b and that's your kick drum. If you take the E off the T sound, you get t, 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 t. That's your hi-hat or your snare. And if you take the A off the K sound, you get k, 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 k. Or if you invert it, you get k, k. So I'll do all three of those with different percussive patterns like this. So that's all B, T, and K. And then you could add sound. And correction, there was already sound with the beatboxing, but now you could add a melody. And I'm going to add another one. Rock star, yeah. Do you, do you, do you wanna be? Do you wanna be a rock star? Hey, 
do you wanna be a rock star? Yeah, I said I'm gonna be a rock star. Better believe I'm a rock star. Yeah, yeah. You wanna be, you wanna be a rock star. You wanna be, you wanna be a rock star. You wanna be, you wanna be a rock star. Better believe it. Yeah. That was a little off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, and that's the, the beauty of you got the technology going, you're doing the different layers, and you can really go anywhere with that. And so uh, I, I know that Max isn't able to uh, feed into it. You know, he's in a different location, so there's a little latency. But I can only imagine when both of you are going are going at it. And talk a little bit about your videos on your YouTube page. You have a YouTube page, Beatbox Dads, uh, and you have an Instagram page uh, uh, at Beatbox Dads. Talk a little bit about the videos that they see that, that they can see on those. Oh man, well, Max, you want to cover that since I just did the little, the little show real quick. Yeah, that was dope, Root. Um, <laughs> Thanks, bro. How did it sound? Did it sound crispy? Sound it sound great. Oh, it sound sharp? Man. Absolutely Dude. phenomenal. That um, that that song there. Do you want to be a rock star? Is great because, you know, another thing that that we can get into is wondering about words themselves. Yeah. And um, so we always with that one when we perform that we get to talk about the word rock star. It's a really a loaded term in, in, in American society, but um, we get to deconstruct it and we get to give it our own meaning. And I, I think that's really important is to tell our own stories. Yes. And um, in terms of YouTube, it's like everything else with, with, with Root and myself. Um, we don't really try to plan anything out. So um the the big the i think the hottest content that we have right now video wise and maybe it was what you're alluding to uncle devin is um the alpha beats series yes now you'll notice i didn't say alphabet <laughs> I said alpha, alpha beats right um well, i mean I'm, he knows because he's a, he's a drum cushionist yeah. you know what i mean so, <laughs> yeah 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 we know, how, we know how to flip them offenders a little bit beats for beats yeah alpha beats um, so, you know, alphabet is a hot topic. Um, and so Root and I, it really evolved out of a very simple concept, which was what would happen if we got together once a week and just turned the camera on and saw what happened and, and explored, really. Um, and so we got together, sat on, on the back of uh, Mr. Root's porch on the, in our outdoor studio, as we call it, and um, started filming. And, and really what evolved was these eight to 10 minute videos where we made a couple rules for ourselves. But the main rule was that we could only use beatbox language and one letter sound, A, for example. We could say ah, we could say ah, we could say a, we could say ah. Yeah. But the only other thing we could do is do beatboxing and then have a conversation and see where it went. And out of that simple framework evolved um, now, and I'm happy to say now we've got the full A to Z on YouTube. Um, and we've gotten such great feedback from parents. What I like is that, you know, with YouTube, there's gonna be a lot of repeat watching. And um, I'm just glad that parents have said like, you know, my son or my daughter's really watching it a lot. But I feel pretty good that it's it's a dynamic thing and can be rewatched and and you can get lots of different learning out of it. So 
I just would invite everybody to go check out the Alphabet series. And uh, if you have a little one that's Absolutely. working with word sounds and uh, letter sounds, I should say, uh, it might be of value to you. Yeah, and I think not even might. I would. I don't want to say I guarantee it. You know what I mean? Because you know people guarantee a lot of things. But yeah. I will say this: there have been a lot of parents that have come to me that I have known personally or that I have known through Alpha Beats and through just us performing on stage. Their children are literally. It's an instant exchange. So the children are literally mouthing and saying the words and sounds in the video and after the video. Mm -hmm. And I think that's amazing. So like they're children who are emergent learners and don't know the alphabet yet, but now they know it because of us. Like that's, wow. that's amazing to me. Wow. That's awesome. I, um, I applaud you all. And you know, the, the other thing is I know that you all, a lot, a lot of this, or both of you all rather, uh, a, a lot of this comes natural. You know, you probably be boxing or what have you, but we don't want to take that for granted. Um, if someone's interested in beatboxing, do, is it just like any other instrument though? You have to practice and 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 talk a little bit about that because I don't want to I don't want to underestimate. Uh, I, I want people to be realistic about you know just like with any other instrument, you have to just put the, put some time in. Oh, absolutely, and I I think Max and I are we have some. Venn diagram connection in terms of how we learned, but then there are also some differences, right? So for me, um, one of my biggest influences was a young lady who was in a spoken word group called CSC Trilogy from Coppin State University. And uh, her name was Angie and she was amazing. I heard her beatbox for the first time and I had already been around amazing vocal percussionists like Chuck the Maddox, Shota K, uh, I've heard Rozell, of course, I grew up listening to Michael Winslow on Police Academy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and also, a lot of people don't know this, but Michael Winslow was also doing vocal percussion and sound effects for Reading Rainbow. Um, oh, no, Burton. I didn't know that. I, oh, okay. I didn't know that wow. until I shared Reading Rainbow with my daughter like two or three weeks ago. Hmm. And I heard the sound effects, and I was like, that sounds familiar. And then I looked at the credits. And as a kid, you don't really look at the credits, right? So when I'm seven, right. eight, nine, I'm not looking at the credits. But to get back to it, I heard her go, and when I heard her do that in the spoken word piece that they were doing, I said to myself, oh, I could do that. And I tried to do it. And I said, Ewow, Ewow, Ewow. <laughs> and it sounded terrible, right? It right. sounded like I was trying to say Ewok from like another place. Right? <laughs> so I literally, quiet as kept, even though I was already a performing artist, I would practice in the best place where everybody practices in their home studio, right? The bathroom. So I'd be in the bathroom taking a shower going, ewow, ewow. And then I said, well, what sounds, what sounds do I know how to do? I think I could do like a helicopter. So I started thinking about other sounds that I could do well. And then it started to serve me well when I started going to live performances where there were bands and I was doing spoken word or I was an MC and they would say, well, what type of beat do you want? And I would look at them and i say, well, I'm an instrument just like y'all. So if y'all play, I'll do something off of what y'all got. And the drummer would look to me and be like, well, what type of beat you want? And then I'd say, all right, well, give me. You know, and that would be that would be my language where my theory was weak. My practical application was strong, you know, right. so I would roll like that. And yes, it takes a lot of practice. I put in a lot of hours beatboxing. And I joined a couple of bands where there was, I was the drummer in the band. So mm. shout out to Soul Eclectic. That was the first band that I was hired 
to not be an MC or a spoken word artist or a host. I was hired to literally just sit in the background and provide the bottom. You know, I thought that was really cool. I was the heartbeat of the band. Mm. And uh, yeah, it was it was a very uh, gainful experience because I learned how to be more plosive and push my sound out more because they mic'd me terribly for those mm. years I worked there. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah but so they, they mic you yeah. like a vocalist, you know. And you have to deal with that. Like you say, different mics, people not miking you correctly, whether it's, you know, too many, too much bass, too much treble or whatever the case may be. So, mm -hmm. um, and how about you, Max? Now, I, I, again, I, I, I've seen your work probably more so only because I know we've worked together before, but, and I'm just amazed. And I know a lot of it comes naturally, but do you find yourself practicing to, to even, to even create something new that you hadn't done before? Well, this is a very interesting conversation. I think, um, it's worth noting that, as as a lot of the listeners know, human beatboxing is rooted in hip hop culture, right? Yes, and so I think it's really important that Root brings up and a very common experience for myself and for a lot of beatboxers of our generation, which is anybody, let's say, forty, you know, late thirties, forties, and up, right? We were getting a lot of beatboxing experience in ciphers. Yeah. So you know, I remember oh, yeah. as a fourteen-year-old being down in U Street um, in, in DC, in Northwest, and being out on the street in front of places that definitely don't exist anymore, when the open mic would let out and the energy was still high. Electric. We'd be out on the street and it was such an honor for me at that time in such a way that I could fit in mm. to be involved in those ciphers and to have something to offer. And it was really a big growing point for me. But the other side of that is just the time. Mm -hmm. So you're getting that cultural knowledge, but you're also spending the time. So anybody that's out there that's listening that wants to learn an instrument, there's no way around it. The time is critical because it's time that allows you to form the connections between your brain and your muscle tissue. And you can't skip the time. But if you can find ways to spend copious amount of time that's fun. Mm. For example, freestyling with your friends. Yeah. Yes. You know? Um, mm -hmm. And I also had a very similar experience with a band called The Geckos, where they allowed me um, to come in and do three, four hour sets with them. And that was a big jump for me as well. Wow. Going from the, the context of, um, you know, ciphers to like four hour gigs. Mm hmm. Um, yeah. It really gives you a chance to strengthen the same muscles that I would imagine a lot of woodwind players use, saxophone, right. clarinetist, the embouchure, right? right. Um, and I think one other thing I want to add in terms of learning today that's very different than, than when Mr. Root and I were coming up is the resources, just go to a YouTube, for example, mm -hmm. and there are endless tutorials for every sound. I mean, the amount of sounds that exist now, the amount of techniques over, let's say, the past 15 years has increased exponentially. Whereas if you wanted to learn beatboxing 20, 25 years ago, you might have one other person in the area that did it. And you might, if you're lucky, get together and share some techniques, but that was about it. Mm -hmm. You know, and if you're wow. in... But now the art form has spread so rapidly because people are learning 
off of essentially online tutorials. Mm -hmm. And um, with beatboxing, just like with breakdancing, just like with emceeing, all things in hip hop come from like a core that can then be extended out. So if you're trying to learn, start with your, you know, hi-hat. Keep a steady beat, right? Just that, it might not seem like a lot, but just that, do that for a minute and then stop and tune in and see how your breathing feels. Because the other thing that's very important with beat, beatboxing is that it brings awareness to the breath. Mm. So see what it feels like, adults, kids, see what it feels like to add a full volume. So somebody could hear you in the next room, just do this. Ask for and do that for a minute straight, put a timer on. And when that minute goes off, see if you feel any different than when you started. But then from there you add and stretch out, you add other sounds, just like a break dancer is gonna start with a top rock, but then take it to the floor and add a sequence of movements that ends in a freeze. Overall beatboxing works the same way, right? Mm -hmm. It definitely does. Um, and the letters are your guides. So mm -hmm. you can literally write out letters like FTK, BTK, FTK. What does that sound like? Right? BTK, FTK. So that's BTK, FTK, KFK. And if you take the time, you get, again, coming back to the multidimensional aspect, now you're really challenging both your phonemic and your phonetic. That's written, right? Um, so between all of those things, if you want to learn beatboxing, there's nothing stopping you. But you got to put in the time. You got to find fun ways to do increase your time actually doing it. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. and I'm, I'm glad you mentioned find fun ways because actually I still told myself I'm going to get rid of the word practice. Yeah, because practice is just the term itself just brings. I don't know. But if I just want to play. So if you can play every day for 30 minutes in an instrument, just mm -hmm. play. That's what you're doing. Now, you're playing certain um, styles. You, you're playing certain rudiments. You're playing certain rhythms over and over again. Uh, so you can master them. So let's just get rid of the word play, like you said, and let's just have some fun because that's what this is all about. Yeah. Man, that is awesome. I love, I mean, I, I won't even try to do what you did. The BFK, is that what you call it? Yeah, try this, try BTK, FTK, but here's the key start slow. So on this tempo. And notice again, notice your air. You're going to run out of air quickly because it's all outward sounds. Right. So, that's, but see if you see it from there, you slowly speed up. The, and then a lot of people are going to want to go from that to super fast right away. But just do it. go a little bit faster. Get a, get a metronome and take it yeah. off slow and then just see if you can do it consistently for 30 seconds and then go up just one, one, you know, I, I guess go on one BPM uh, faster. Um, and so I love, I love the way you did that. And also it sounds like beatboxing can be connected to meditation. Cause you're talking about being a, a breath awareness. And I know that's something big and, and all of that. You, I mean, it's so many, it's, it's actually can even be a healthy way of, of reconnecting with your breath. So, mm -hmm. uh, man, this is, this is great. I'm going to have to, we'll, we'll have to spend some more time on this. I, you all got my, my juices flowing a little bit. Let mm -hmm. me re remind everyone that you're listening to, 
uh, We Nation podcast. I'm Uncle Devin, the children's drum cushionist, and I am so honored to have here with us Mr. Max and Mr. Root of the BeatboxDads.com. Uh, make sure you go uh, go to BeatboxDads.com, and then you can find their YouTube page, all their social medias. Make sure you, uh, you, you like, share, subscribe, get this word out to other people. Uh, and if someone wants to reach you, uh, your contact information is on that website, on the website. Yeah, you can That's get in correct. contact with us through there. Um, and you can okay. also hit us up directly on IG and we're also on Facebook. Um, oh, I think right. we're still, we're still baby beats on Facebook, but baby beats with Max and Root. And yeah. I okay. believe it's, uh, ah, don't get me wrong, but I want to say www.facebook.com forward slash Max and Root, I believe. I think that's it. Okay. So you can find us right. on there too. Well, listen, I'm so glad. It's, just, it's an honor to have you all here. We, we worked together for a while, um, but just to, to really just do a deep dive in me just to kind of get out the way and learn a little bit more about what you all do is helping me out because now you've also given me some ideas. While I'm not a beatboxer, well, I'm trying to use, you know, hand bone and doing other body percussion um, uh, things. So we want to try to, I, I said this before, Max, but we're going to try to uh, work, work something together where we're doing both a little hand bone beatbox uh, type of uh uh, exercise so uh, we'll come back to that well listen i'm going to wish you all a wonderful school year i know we're, we're just getting into the school year uh so i, I hope you all wish y'all much success and i hope more people go to your site bboxdads.com follow uh follow along thank you all so much for being a guest uh here on we nation podcast yes indeed thanks uncle Devin. we love you <laughs> much love we nation all day. We nation. <laughs> I love it. All right. Pre peace and blessing. All right. There you have it. You had the one and only Max Root, uh, uh, Mr. Max and Mr. Root of Beatbox Dads. Thank you all for joining. Now, I want you all to practice that. I want you to go and listen and then reach out to them. Say, look, you know, I tried it. I have some problems. Uh, and make sure you, um, I'm sure they'll be glad to, and would love to hear from you. Because they want you to become as, as good as they are or even better so you can take it to the next generation. Well, look, I'm Uncle Devin. It's time for me to go. Thank you for joining me again today. And just I want you to be stay, stay safe um, uh, out there. We'll see you again in real soon. And remember, life is a drum. So beat it.